So I'm about to talk with uh, Josh and uh, uh, Umar. The Digression Sessions are a podcast that they do. They're both out of Baltimore. They're both funny comics. Uh, I literally just did two shows with Josh, one live and then one uh, um, one virtual. So, uh, yeah, it should be a fun time. This is a cross thing. We're doing some cross shit here. We're crossing over, right? Whatever. All right. All right. It's... Uh, I think I think we're in there. It's uh, it's the digression sessions, and then it's uh, a, a read the room, right, Tim? It is, of which you were part of uh, last night, actually. Yes, yeah, I yeah we did the uh, did the Zoom uh, crowd work show, which was fun. Uh, I got <laughs> I got an asshole that was trying to be funny, and that was that was great. Yeah, what you want with crowd work? Dude, that's the the literal worst. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what's the weirdest thing you've did at work or the weirdest thing you've done like since working from home? He, and like then your this mom. Guy, <laughs> yeah. Okay, he was kind of like good. that. Yeah, he was kind of like was. that. <laughs> oh, really? But, Jesus. So the guy, guy came on, and of course, you have to volunteer to want to be on there, right? Yeah. So yeah. he comes on, and he's at like a weird angle, too. He's just like this, like on his couch. <laughs> and... Uh, he was, and I was like, so what's the weirdest thing you've done, Dan? And he was like, well, hold on. I just want to say, I thought that last person was going to say he came on her face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, good. He, the way he tied that together to create the come in the face joke, like, yeah. it was a little bit like, uh, uh, I think he just came in to say that. That's literally yes. all he thought was, oh, I got this joke. Let me come in and say that. And then. I think he went on to ask him. dollars for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes viral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we booked him for next week, actually. So yeah. <laughs> we're very fortunate to have him. God, uh, what a for- smart move for that streaker. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. What are you talking about? The- so there was a streaker <laughs> during the Super Bowl. <laughs> and- Omar, you took a bit of a, bit of a leap there. But yeah. <laughs> I got- Wait, what? <laughs> We were, we were talking about that guy being like, yeah, he jumped in and said this. You're like, that streaker made a lot of money, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> all right, never mind. I, but wait, did he? It, it, if you yes. guys don't know the story, then that line doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, yes. What happened? Okay, so there was a streaker during the Super Bowl, and yeah. he got arrested, blah, blah, blah. But he made like $370,000 because um, he placed a, uh, what's that bet, those kind of bets called? Where it's, prop bet. He placed a prop bet at a bar and he put 50 grand into it saying there would be a streaker. And so he was like, I'm just going to streak. Oh. So his buddy, his buddy and him both, his buddy went first to create a diversion and then he yeah. went. So then the, he, like, he, he's just going to pay his buddy off. The buddy and he made $300,000. So I was saying guy, this guy in the yeah. Zoom, yeah. like... I, he plays a prop bet. It's like someone's gonna say, "Come on your face" during this comedy show. Mm. Yeah, because that's how stupid of a sentence that is to say <laughs> yeah. as an audience member. What well, What was worse too is the whole prompt was like, "What's something weird you've done while working at home?" And I asked him, and he was like, "I, I don't know. I'm not prepared." <laughs> I was like, yeah. Why are you on the screen? I thought it was <laughs> funny because he came in when you were telling your story about getting dressed at work and somebody catching mm-hmm. 
And yeah. he, he came in like, oh, that's happened to me too. And I was like, I didn't want to make it a racial thing, but I was like, do white <laughs> people just love being naked in their office? Like, why is there so many, so many white dudes coming in? Because he yeah. came in, that's when he came in, right after that. Right. And right. then he mentioned the, I think it was, so there was a baby at the show. Somebody was there, they, they had their kid, and the husband said something about, um, uh, my wife lets me do something. And then the yeah. guy, and that's how he made the correlation between whatever the thing was and come on her face. Right. Like, that's a funny way to say coming in your wife's face. And it, <laughs> and then after that, he didn't leave. He stayed there. I know. Everybody else got like four people to interact with. Then I had a family that had a baby. And then nice. this come on the face guy. And I'm like, help me out here. And that guy, yeah. And that yeah. guy and the woman was like, here's our son, Juniper. He wants to sing Twinkle, yeah. Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> like, and you're just yeah. like, and s- speaking of cum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Here's cum. Huh? Yeah. He used to be cum, huh? Child. Yeah. Right? That was uh, th- those. These virtual virtual shows are have been tough with, with that. Uh, just trying That's to keep a- everything moving. Mm-hmm. Your format is r- real tough for virtual. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough, it's tough. So, uh, Josh, I don't know if you noticed this, but maybe I was, I was looking at the numbers because it's kind of, uh, not my Your show. Yeah, my, yeah. Well, my show. Yeah. So we had 190 <laughs> oh, <laughs> at the God. show and I kept looking at the numbers and they were slowly going down and I was like, oh shit, I got to do something or yeah, I, I, I don't, I I think Chris said we sold 190, but when the show started, I looked. It was at 156. It was at 156. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But I was like, are people just buying tickets and then not showing up? Like, I didn't understand that. They paid us like it was 190, though. I well, think uh, I think it's it's also five bucks, so they're like, yeah, yeah let we'll watch a movie instead or whatever they were doing, or maybe they forgot or something. That's you know? something that like I learned um, with running a show and tickets. Um, that used to happen at Gin and Jokes a lot. Like we would sell out mm. in two days, and um, like twenty people would not show up. And uh, we, there was this pattern of where if we started selling, like the earlier the show sold out, the less people show up. So right. if like the wow. so, so, um, and then my buddy who he like, his whole thing is like, he runs a venue and he's like, yeah, man, it's like your ticket is not a commitment to people. It's five mm-hmm. bucks. You buy it. T- you're mm. like people like the, who go to your show, they just want to do cool things. So like in the moment they're like yeah this is fun but then if something better comes along they're like fuck it i'll just you know it's five bucks who gives a shit especially yeah, if it's like a month out they're like yeah whatever so I'll, yeah. I'll do it if a show like sold out like the night before the show then we would be fine and then so we started posting tickets later but yeah. then you just get mm. it's like this nerve-wracking thing the later you post tickets are yeah or is that enough time to get it out there but yeah, who cares mm-hmm. do you think i mean i I think people may have just forgotten, probably if if that's the the metric that you were going off of. I mean, yeah, that, I you would, know that could that's also true. But five yeah. bucks, people are like, here's the thing: it's a Thursday night at nine o'clock. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I remember when Josh's mm-hmm. band they were playing a show 
at um, a local venue. It's literally in the same neighborhood where my venue is. And yeah. it was like, you know, it's like a Wednesday night and they didn't go on until like nine. Yeah. Um, and Karen and I were on the couch. It was 830. And she was like, hey, we got to go to that show. We should start getting ready. And I'm like, I am so comfortable right now. And it's yeah, 830 on a Wednesday. I can't. The people who come to comedy shows during the week, like, God bless them. Especially yeah. in the winter. In the winter when in you're at home, winter, you're like, yeah, once those sweatpants that. are on, it's tough to get them off. Yeah. It, a dangerous yeah. neighborhood where like it, like where the you guys were performing and where my venue is, it's like safe-ish, but it's a neighborhood where you're if you know it, you're uncomfortable walking to your car uh, at night. I'm always uncomfortable in that neighborhood walking to my car. I'm yeah, you gotta, like every time I make it to my car, I'm like Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, there's somebody in your car. Like I knew you. Were <laughs> See, yeah, and that person, and that person's like, "Thank God." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Now I can kill you. Now I can kill and rob you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I went out this Wednesday night. You know, I wasn't gonna murder tonight, and I decided to go out. Thank God. Oh, dude, oh, thank you know, God. God bless you for come, making it to your car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. Dude, oh man! Speaking of like murder in this town, Baltimore. Um, Wait, we have murder. We have murders here. Oh yeah, that's when? We got mur- <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know the wire. Um, oh yeah. But uh, every time, like, I follow Larry Hogan. I started following him during the pandemic for updates. The governor, mm-hmm. and every time he posts something about like crime in Baltimore or like a shooting that happened like uh, this past month, two MTA bus drivers were murdered. Mm. You know, like one was driving a disability bus, like an adult disability bus, and just got murdered. By, Fucking insane! By, by who? Somebody on the they bus? They don't know. Or? They haven't been caught. Jesus! Anytime you know, hear, you hear about somebody that's virtuous being killed or something happening to them you go yes. there's no hope for me dog because I'm, I'm a piece of shit all i do is leech off of everybody i mean i don't do anything particularly good for other people right no there's no hope for me Dude, yeah i had that thought recently because i just filed my taxes and that's a part of turbo tax they're like what charity did you do i'm like come on yeah, what, are yeah. what are we doing what are we at yeah and then i'm like i'm pretty sure i gave 25 dollars to some legal fund over the summer do i get it yeah a- and then also i'm like shit i need to donate more and get a tax break you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i just but dropped every- off i just dropped off 12 boxes of like shoes and clothes mm. like that's always been my thing to 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 give all of my old clothes back. That's trust me, that's not it's really my justification for shopping more. But yeah. I remember when I would do this, I've always done this. Since I started making a good amount of money or whatever, I would mm-hmm. always just have extra clothes and then I started donating and I would always wait for that little do you want a, a receipt i was like yeah i'll wait for my receipt i'll wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll take that yellow piece of paper please and, and, you. My, and then you file yeah, it and then they go uh, you need to donate three thousand cargo shorts to get any money back oh the really oh yeah. yeah oh that's so funny dude also because you know every time you ask for a receipt in their head they're like this motherfucker <laughs> yeah. yeah like they yeah. no one wants to write those receipts 
No. Yeah. Like, yeah, good luck with your $10 tax break. Yeah. That's fun. Good yeah. for you. I remember I worked at a snack bar and it was like a at a like a you know like a local pool and uh I was this woman like the most expensive thing at that snack bar was probably like 4 bucks. Mm-hmm. I had a woman yeah. ask me for a receipt and I was like, "Ma'am, like I I like I don't know how to I, how would I even like do you want me to write it on a piece of paper yeah, like, like yeah. this is $4. like an, an insane thing and it like became this thing where she talked to a manager and then we're like you know what just have this stuff for free it's just not worth <laughs> anyone's time like just Jesus. if you're that concerned about like I mean that's insane. What was yeah. she trying to do with it? Was she was she, was she a swimmer? Know. Like, is it a write off for her to be there? Or something? <sighs> yeah, maybe she was some crazy lady who was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna I'm babysitting right now. I'll count this as a write off." I don't. Yeah, know. I, I'm gonna itemize these airheads actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. but speaking Tax of the murder work. thing, so yes. every time oh. Larry Hogan posts about murder, there's all these people who are like fucking like. Trump supporting white people who live in the counties around Baltimore, like, oh, this is why we never go to Baltimore. Uh, it's so dangerous. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, yeah, I live in a neighborhood like we literally have literally have two vegan bakeries in our neighborhood. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, it's just like you're this scared of life of like I'm- living. I'm with Umar. The actual thing we need to watch out for, meat is murder. I agree. That's <laughs> that is the real true. that's the real thing that we should <laughs> but, but yeah, also like that stopping them. It's like, yeah, I would go see the Ravens play, but did you hear they killed that bus driver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking it's just about? like uh, yeah, it's cr- it's just like you're so dumb, you have like it's just like this town, like, yes, it's it's like sounds scary, but it's yeah. it's so crazy to be that scared. Like I just couldn't imagine yeah. like like that like thinking that if you set foot in this town, the likelihood of you being murdered is like ninety percent. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, like, god damn, why are people so dumb? That's a big swing though, from the the danger that they feel, you know, mm. the the whatever crime, black people, whatever, and then vegan restaurants. There I mean the people that are afraid of the black people, they're not going to vegan restaurants. They're not, no, they're not going know, to. But what I'm saying know? is it's like, <laughs> so for them, it's, like got, they, it's a lose-lose for them, you know? They're not, you know. Yeah. They're like, I, I, would, I if, would love a plant-based egg sandwich, yeah. but God damn it, there's so much crime. The murder. I mean, the, oh, the murder. But if I could get a plant-based cupcake, oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make uh, this country great I'm again. That's what I want. As do. a soy latte, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. No, I get what you're saying. I, like you're outlining the safety or whatever, or the gentrification that's that's happened. But they, yes. they, the people that are trying to go. If you said like uh, uh, the the they're scared of murder, but and there's a ribs a rib shack right up the street, <laughs> then then maybe. But um, dude, there's a it barbecue. Does kinda play. There's a barbecue and whiskey bar right <laughs> around the corner from my yeah, house. Yeah. I eat yeah. there. It's an it's an awesome spot. But it's yeah. like, but that's what I'm saying. It's like these people like just most of this stuff happens in concentrated areas. It mm. stays within a community. Uh, and yeah. so like, so like if you take if you factor in those things, the likelihood of you being like 
uh, murdered, it goes down. Yeah, we still have like violent crime or like, you know, like muggings. But it's like, I don't know. It's not happening at a rate where like uh, Vice would come here and do a documentary on it. Like, uh, <laughs> actually, they, I think they have. But I think th- I think they probably have. like a hair. Uh, yeah, like a heroin one. Yeah, no. Umar, we were in it. Don't you remember? Yeah. We were- actually, there actually there was I can't remember what it was, but there was a documentary on Baltimore recently. Um and uh and I'm like, God, if I didn't live here, I would think Baltimore, like all of Baltimore City is just like hell on earth. Cause the stuff they showed, like, it's just like it's it was wild. And I'm like, dude, this is like three four minutes away from where we live yeah you got a reputation it, man but it's not like it's just like anything else like this is so funny that uh a town like baltimore which i've been to just to perform and right but i only went to the inner harbor right mm-hmm. the, the comedy mm-hmm. club was there when i would go up there mm-hmm. uh uh it's it's when what's it called is Powerline in the Inner Harbor too? Power, power plant. Power plant. Power plant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's in the, the Inner Harbor. Comedy okay. Factory. What did yeah. I? Yeah, I went to the Comedy Factory when it was above that restaurant Burks. on Light Street. Yeah, yep. Burks. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Burks. Right. So, one time though, I went, and somebody asked for a ride from that from that show to, I think the train station, right. Mm-hmm. Penn Station, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a ride, and I was lost immediately after that. And I said, oh, this is the scary part. Okay. Uh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> this is the part. And this is before This is before I had watched The Wire, so I didn't know the, yeah. the crazy, you know. I was just starting in comedy. I think I was like, this is when, you, you know, when you're four or five years in, and you're trying to get every audience you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I was like, so Baltimore really isn't that. It's just like any other city. Truly. Yes. It, it, yes. Exactly. If, if the reputation, see, people, a lot of people don't reach for more information. They just go, is it dangerous? Or mm-hmm. whatever information that's right in front of them, that's what they take. So, yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's easier, too, when there already is that narrative. Like, those people that are tweeting, they're just like, see, there you go. It's all murder all the time. I, I've Dude, seen the show. I've already seen no, the show. That, I don't have to is, do any other re- yeah, research. That is tough for the city because we are we have two shows. The first one was called Homicide. <laughs> and oh, that then was the Baltimore Wire, too? Yeah, mm-hmm. homis- so David oh, Simon, fuck. the creator Same of The Wire, yeah, his first show was Homicide, Life on the Streets <laughs> in Baltimore. <laughs> That so, guy hates Baltimore, man. So that's, that's tough. We're known for two shows, both about murder. One literally titled Murder, basically. So. Yeah. It, yeah. The nomenclature it, for murder. Yes, exactly. But it is funny because, you know, I because like to me, I'm like, well, what city doesn't have this issue, right? Like, you, I can't think of one, like, m- like one city that doesn't have like, this is where like all the yuppies hang out, and then there's this part we're trying to get rid of slowly, you know, like without people oh, the, noticing like the, the gentrifying part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. so, I, mm-hmm. yeah. but so like a great example, like when I was uh, my girlfriend's parents uh, retired in uh, 
Georgia, like 45 minutes outside of Atlanta. So we went for Christmas because we're we're stupid. We don't care about COVID. Or at least her. <laughs> I do, but. Well, you also had whole, it, right? Didn't you have it? Well, we had had it already, but. So yeah, I, you were, had the uh, antibodies. Okay. Well, we booked the trip before, and so uh, the first time Karen and I w- were supposed to travel during the pandemic, I was like very worried. But then mm-hmm. we all agreed we would. Um, Karen's family and we would drive to a place in South Carolina and this was before no (laughs) South Carolina like a beach down there no I was just I don't know I just knew I think there's a well a friend of mine not to cut you off but there's a friend of mine she will go uh, uh, there's a I guess there's an island in South Carolina that's kind of close to Georgia I was just being Uh, oh I have no idea but but this was before Corona had hit the South. Like f- at this point, it was just like New York, Seattle, or Washington, blah blah blah. And then it took it took a little bit for it to hit, and then it hit real hard. And South Carolina was yeah. like the worst state for a while. Yeah, mm. and I got nervous, and I was like, "I Karen, like we shouldn't go." And she's like, "We're just we're gonna drive." And I'm like, "We should not go." And then yeah. she. We, I was like, okay, we can go, but I, or like, I'll go only if like everyone who's there agrees that we're not going to go eat out. We're not going to go like, you know, on the boardwalk and stuff. And then we made an agreement to do that. And at the last minute it changed. And of course. I, I was like, I'm not going. Yeah. And, um, Karen was like upset, but she understood, but she was upset and then she ended up flying down there, which like <laughs> at that point, flying was so scary because like no one really knew if it was that safe. So then when it came to Christmas, here's why Karen got me. She was like, you've been doing indoor. You did a weekend of indoor shows. I did the Mark Norman shows. Oh, yeah. She got oh, yeah. She got me. And she yep. was like, you shared a joint with somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, me and a couple other comics shared a joint. Uh, How did she know? Was she there? Oh shoot, joint. Uh, what's a not that kind of joint? But you know, you, a, you shared you shared in joy. We shared being in joy. Inside. You yeah. were yeah, yeah, you yeah. shared joy. Joy. Yeah, I, I worked for school. <laughs> That's what and, it was. Uh, <laughs> and so she. So she got me, dude, because if because she would be like, you you can't possibly yeah. she was take like, a you moral shared, high ground here. You shared a heroin needle with Mark Norman. You smoked dude, meth with Chris that's Allen. That's the thing, like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing, like, you first, <laughs> dude. We're in, like, we're hanging. So I'm in a hotel room with Chris, and then Chris has a buddy because he can't ever travel without like a 20 year old white kid with him. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> mm, so questionable. Then, and, typical, and typical Nor- Air Force guy. Yeah, <laughs> just typical. Yeah. And just, then, you can't do shit by yourself. <laughs> Mark Norman comes in, and now four people. Army, Mark Norman, go. who's been traveling across the country, he has, oh, man. he doesn't give a shit about anything. Now we're all just sharing a hotel room. We're sharing Jesus. a green room. Like we're sharing food. It's crazy. And and she got me, so we had to go. But anyway, we were Was there. She there? How did she know? Or she saw pictures? I told her. What am I going to oh, do? You like, not tell her? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Dude, I w- each night I came home at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, Like, man. she knew I was hanging. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean 
you can't, you got you can't give them specifics. I mean, that's, that's a tough that's a tough lie though. It's like we hung out in an outdoor ventilated space <laughs> yeah. until four in the morning. You don't have to lie <laughs> during like I, you the don't have rain. To, yeah, you don't have to lie. You just don't give specifics because I know she asked. She's <laughs> she's a woman. She's a and the she's a woman in her. You know, they're 40. manipulative. So. <laughs> <laughs> You got to know what's coming up because, you know, if you know what's coming uh, right. up, then you know what they're going to be trying to angle for. But, but I like even, I like but, I like Tim's approach because she's going to be like, what'd you do? And be like, we hung out. What's for dinner? Can we move on? Yeah. Like, yeah, why, yeah. Are we still, why are we still talking about this? We just hung out. Yeah. You know, I, for, I don't know. Like you always you, you keep it vague. <laughs> what did I do last night until five in the morning? God, yeah. I wish yeah. I knew. Should we get brunch? What's yeah. the move? What are we doing? And so, yeah. so yeah, so we, I had to go. There was no way oh, to not, man. she got, but also to be fair, she's so right. Like if I can do indoor comedy shows, then I can fly. Yeah. I flew recently to Nashville. It wasn't bad. Just yeah, double masked up. It's not safe, but. I mean, yeah, neither is going to the grocery store. No. Technically, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But also isn't the air like refiltered or whatever, I recirculated in the plane and all know, that? Dude, I don't it, care. It, that's it what was, I'm... Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's what I hear is that it's like recirculated. But it is funny on the plane is like they're like, okay, if there's three seats, it's just two people. You have the one in the middle. Try to space it out as much as possible. But then they're like, here, would you like a water bottle and some goldfish? And then people are taking their masks down I eating know. goldfish. I'm like, you're risking death for goldfish, my goldfish? guy? You're, also, you're 45 <laughs> years old. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. This is, uh, we talked about this before, but I'll be, uh, whatever. But so we're in Atlanta and uh, Karen's family are conservative Trump supporters. Oh really? And uh, and we no. brought up the fact about <laughs> like I've we've I've told the story like uh, and even yesterday Karen was like, listen, you like you gotta stop like yelling at my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you yell at her mother? Because her Just I can call only her take so much. It I let so much go, and she will. And we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, but. She will say things, and it's just like, all right, I got to, like, set you straight, you know? And uh, it never works. Never going to happen. Never. never gonna, what, what does I she know. say? Is it, is it just like... Oh, um, like stuff like, oh, well, your dad came here to be, like, more free, right? And I'm like, no, he was free, and pe- he came here for money. And, to be and more free? Like, yeah. Because she, like, she, in her think? head, she... I yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, I that, don't know. They're I under that no myth idea. that like America's the freest country ever. Yeah. Always. Like, what are you talking about? Um yeah. and then she'll like the first time I ever met her, she'll be like, she referred to the kids that I work as as like uh underprivileged. I uh, uh no. Oh shit. Uh, whoa, really? Wait oh a no, what Karen's happened? not here. No, because Karen would get so mad. I Dude, she this, referred I'm to so this stupid. What? Okay, uh, yeah, because it's it's worse. Umar, you not saying anything because we're filling in the blank of what she oh, said, yeah. and it's the worst. And it's oh, the worst sorry. thing. You're like, and she said, I don't know if I could say. It. We're like, oh my god, she, she called, called them that. Like, what she called them? What she no! what she say? What like she yo say? boys, I mean, yo boys, yo boys. Yeah. Why does what Karen are, get what, mad at that? 
No, I get mad at that. Oh, of course you. I'm, no, I mean like, why does she? Are you? You don't. She want would get her mad mom. that I'm talking well, about it. Uh, and, okay, okay. And then Umar is like, you show them respect. They are yo men. You understand? <laughs> yeah. All right. You put some respect on that. But anyway, so then like you know we get arguments and blah blah blah. So then, uh, man, this story does not matter anymore. We're so far removed from what I was gonna say about county people. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, but- I mean, kind of. We're talking about Southern people, I guess. Yeah. Kind of s- same thing of like, there's a narrative. Like, same thing. Like, the narrative is like every immigrant comes here because their country is horrible, and then we're the best. Like, that's what she's doing, right? Yeah. Like the stereotypes. I-, I mean, for sure, that is a lot of it. But then it's not like it's just like there's just people, you know, want to make money. Like my oh, parents came here yeah. f- for money. Of course, yeah, money. St- that's why comics are moving to Austin. For like it's they're saving money, aka yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh, a lot of them it's, are. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. I'm seeing like uh, legit like open mic comedians moving to Austin, and it's like, what do you think's gonna happen? So, but the well, same way that, but that's the same way people well, move to LA. Maybe you're right. People people move to LA yeah. being like, it's gonna happen. It's the same thought yeah. process, just a different city. I mean, Nick Mullen did when he was um when he started. Yeah. He moved. He I was surprised was by young. that. He moved right. He may have been four years in before he mm-hmm. moved to to Austin, and I was, and we would talk because I'm from there, and he would be like, uh, and he was he was just doing local shows, and he was blowing up. He moved. Yeah, he got he JFL moved, for be from Austin. He got JFL. He was he because he won funniest person in all funniest y- comic yeah. in Austin, I think. Which but he, yeah is. It's he a good move because yeah. you're the funniest guy in a smaller city. You know what I mean? You're going to get more shine than if you move to a New York trying to compete that way. And I think that was the – at the time, Austin was becoming like the anti-L.A., anti-New mm. York. And mm. um, he moved down with this guy named Norm Wilkerson. And <clears throat> Norm was – at the time, I think he was in his 40s. Right, forties, maybe fifties, or close to it. Wait, <laughs> Nick on. was living I, with him. I don't I think he was love... living with him. I just, I feel like Nick moved down there because of Norm. I think oh, he looked, okay. he looked up to Norm when he first started, because Norm was kind of like him. Um, this was like the Wiseacres, Wiseacres area. I don't know if you guys heard of that comedy yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> we were all like, that's when. DC comedy was all disjointed and everybody was you had the Baltimore side, you had the the Virginia side and you had mm-hmm. the DC side. So Wiseacres was the spot in Virginia and when that fell apart then everybody then the Virginia people said, "Um so I have a open mic in Woodbridge that you can go to." And then everybody started going to Britney's for a little while and that uh. was that was a travesty. But <laughs> Because, you know, Woodbridge is a, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's like Timonium. Like that that kind of, <laughs> that kind of audience. I've, I've heard that Woodbridge, yeah. it, to, Woodbridge to Virginia is Dundalk to Maryland, is what mm. I hear, basically. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that, 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 that crowd. Vibe. Yeah, that yes. vibe. There you go. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's, it's, a vibe. A, it's an industrial. <laughs> it's a it's vibe. A, <laughs> hard working i would always use my military background as a hey i'm <laughs> i'm one of you i'm, I'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna judge you you know yeah because i so, think go ahead 
Oh, no, I was going to say, Tim, because you said you're from Texas and then you were in the military. Because I, I, we've known each other for a long time, but I didn't really know your story of like how you started and how you ended up in D.C. Oh, okay. So I got into uh, the Army in 96, and then I came to the D.C. area in 2000. How old were you? <sighs> oh, when I joined? I was 18, straight out of oh, high school. Okay. Um, where, where, in, where in Texas I, did you grow up? I grew up in Waco. God. And oh. I literally, it, yeah, go ahead. My dad, so my dad would do this. He had a job. I, I didn't know what the name was at the time, but I think mm-hmm. right now it's called arbitrage. He would buy <clears throat> like car parts and then sell them for profit, right? Mm-hmm. So he would just do that all over Texas. He was always in Dallas, Houston, uh, uh, Every now and then he would leave Texas, like Wichita Falls, places like that. So after high school, I didn't want to go to college um, because I didn't want to do more school. Mm. So he took me with him to Houston. And then he was like, okay, you're going back home because I'm not (sighs) used to having just my son with me, you know. (laughs) So after a week, I went back home. To the house that I grew up in, which my mom had, I think my mom, my sister and I, we moved out of the house when mm-hmm. I was in, uh, what's 15? 10th grade. 10th yeah. grade, yeah. yeah. So two years, I'm living with my mom and my sister going out of my mind. And my dad, of course, is traveling all around. I would see him here and there. But um, so I wanted to go and live with my dad. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, he sends me back to back to the old house. So I'm there in that house for like a month or whatever, and I'm eating pizza every day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so my dad goes, maybe you should join the army. <laughs> like that, just like that. And I was like, maybe I should. I got nothing else. <laughs> because I, I am it, I'm eating too much pizza. I'm listen, 18. I, I am I you gotta know, get away from this pizza. I, I gotta, gotta get avoid out the noid. Yeah. And then I would um <laughs> Uh, everybody else had kids. Like, I mean, this is tech. This is small, small 18 town. Eighteen had kids at like eighteen, twenty. No, 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 no. There was a girl in my when I was. She was twelve. She had a kid. So eighteen, <laughs> like eighteen, was like, oh, you don't have any kids. You're gay. Like that was the no kids and and no kid. <laughs> you're you're you are gay, right? So I was like, well. <laughs> There's gotta be. It's it's it was weird thinking this way, but I was like, this can't be it. Like I've seen bigger shit, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm watching like rap videos every day, and I'm like, yeah. there's the world is much bigger than this shit here. So, mm. I, yeah, uh, I just took the ASVAB. I got a decent score, and then I left. Um, like in that, I left in November actually. So, yeah, and you're like, guess, yeah, you thought I was gay? I'm in the army I'm now. in the army, so, yeah. <laughs> so, in um, your face. So, but after like four years, um, I did, my training was like two. I was a photographer, mm-hmm. so. Um, hmm, how'd you get into that? AV, and Like, you were a photographer for the army? So, it was so fucking, everything about, everything about me joining the army and what I did was so, like, matter of fact. It was hmm. like um, my dad said, maybe you should join the Army. I joined the Army. Um, I go to the 
the to take the test or I go to like pick my job or whatever. I go through all of this training. It's a longer story, but I go to this place. It's called MEPS. It's where they in process you and then they send you out, right? Hmm. Every state has one and mine was in San Antonio. So I'm 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 at the MEP station and they're like, "So what do you what do you want to do? You qualify for" and she starts reading off things and she's like, "You you could be a medical assistant." And I was like, "Every woman in my family is a nurse." So I'm like, "I've heard <laughs> I've heard how terrible that shit is." This is so where you double do down. You double yeah. down. You're like, "Are you calling me fucking gay?" Yeah, yeah. Cuz I'm not. Is, a nurse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, "I don't want to do anything in medical." And she says, "What well, is this other job? I think it's combat documentation." And I'm like, "What's that?" She said, "I think it's a photographer." And I'm like, "That one." Like <laughs> so I joined. It's the longest uh training so you do basic training, and then whatever your job is, you do the training for that right after basic. Right. It's called AIT, the longest AIT. Between that and being a linguist, it's mm. probably, those are the top two. It's like nine months. Mm. So I'm in the Army two years, and I haven't even gone to like permanent party, which is... I guess it is a lot easier to kill people than to take good pictures. Yeah, I mean, because we learned photo and video, so I think infantry yeah. is like, infantry is like, uh, inf- uh, <laughs> infantry is co- of course is like being a, a real soldier. That's like a month and a half or something. Yeah. And you don't even <laughs> like it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, shoot the gun, shoot it that way. Let's yeah. go. Okay, shoot okay. it you're, in you're that good. direction. <laughs> and, and, uh, that guy. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Sh- there's a lot more to it. Like the, uh, you could tell the infantry guys though. We all got like a smart book when you go to basic training. You have to learn all of these basic skills. Those infantry guys, they the drill sergeants stayed on there. Who's who? My eleven Bravos at? Where where are they at? They would raise their hand and they go, "You come with me," <laughs> and then they would make them study that smart book because they had to know all of that shit. Yeah, because they're gonna um, be out there. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even leave Damn. like uh, after basic. You you leave and go to wherever your AIT is gonna be. They didn't even mm-hmm. leave the infantry people. We're like on a bus uh, to go to the airport to fly away. They're like waving at us with the drill sergeants. <laughs> like, I'll be here for another month and a half. All and, right. Uh, uh, yeah, so I went to Florida, Pensacola, Florida, to for my school. And then uh, we're sending you to the war zone of Florida to yeah. take pictures. It's we're send, horrific. We're sending you to the war zone of joint duty with. Uh, <laughs> you have to learn photos <laughs> photography with Navy, Air Force, and Marines. Um, but then, yeah, after that, I went to North Carolina, and then from North Carolina, I got uh, this call to. They wanted photographers at the White House, so that's how I ended oh, yeah. up in D.C. That's so tight. So yeah, you were there when Bush was there, right? Bush I was, uh, Jr. I was there when Clinton was there. That's when I started working uh, there. His and second then, term. Um, his second term. Yeah. The, the God. The, I mean, literally the last That's three when months. all the stuff was happening, right? No, no, no. Yeah. That's when all the stuff was over. So oh. he was done. So the people in my shop, it's called, it's, it's called White House TV. And yeah. you know how the press follows the president around? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, they record everything he does, and then they you know, put it on their news network. White House TV follows him around with the press 
and mm. everything that we're doc we're basically we're documenting him. So right. everything we shoot or everything I shot then went to the National Archives in DC. Oh cool. Wow. So and then whenever they leave, it goes to their library wherever it is. So you know, Clinton's is Arkansas, um mm-hmm. Bush's of course is in Texas. And so you're Obama's just at in the Chicago. White House like your nine to five is just video recording the president. Yeah, like I got hot hot footage of Bill Clinton eating a cheeseburger. Really Why? good stuff today. Why Dog. do they want that? It what's the because, point of it? Because they need they want a personal record of mm-hmm. because if the press just has all of it, they have to press the press is their companies. Yeah. So the government can't say, um, hey, let's get that footage of um, you know, the president at the, they have to go to that company and go, can you sell us the footage? And the company's charge, uh, of course, $10,000 for whatever <laughs> amount or, or more. So yeah. they said, well, we'll just have military people. We're already paying them. Let's just have them follow the president around. I mean, who else would they feel the president feels safe around besides military people? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the whole shop is military, and we go everywhere. Um, it, depending on the president, with Clinton, it, we did every event. So a cheeseburger shot happens. <laughs> like <laughs> Clinton, we recorded everything that dude did, man. And um, when Bush did got you, in office, go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, go I ahead. was going to say, did you, did you see him eat babies? What satanic <laughs> rituals did you get on uh, film? You know, if if he ate babies, he ate them quick because <laughs> I mean, yeah. we were uh, we we would have like a, a a list of events, and we would go, okay, you cover this one, you cover this one, you cover. We had to shoot all of that shit, right? And yeah, then, every single day. Every single day. And this is when, okay, so. So do you Clinton, mic him at these events, like when you're shooting no, him? No, so it's just, but we're we're just off to the side. We don't oh, engage okay. with the president. We don't, do, we're just there to document. And, mm. you know, we've gone to, with Clinton, we shot everything. And, you know, this is getting out of office, Clinton. This is second term. He's campaigning for Al Gore when I get there. Mm. So. Travel like we're traveling every week. I think one weekend we did five states. Damn. We Damn. went. Uh, we you go in the morning. You get on Air Force One. You fly. Wait, to you a, got on Air Force that's One? What I was, that's what I was. Yeah, that's ask. how we. You, yeah, that's how we travel. Holy yeah, because yeah, because shit. Because that's how he's traveling, right? So you're, yeah, yeah. How, you're documenting that. How yeah. dope is that? Is Air yeah. Force One like crazy? It's like. Um, well, Air Force One is kind of weird. So it's um, most of it is very nerve wracking. Like a young kid who might be gay from Waco, Texas, you know, and you're around <laughs> might all be these. Gay. Oh. Might be gay. You're around. I'm yeah. trying to make a. I'm trying to lighten this up. Uh, yeah. You're around all of these diplomats, and you're around all of these high profile people, and you're you know you. They got movies on there that are. In the movie theater, they're on the plane. Like you can watch that. My, I would, wow. If I had a weekend where I didn't have a trip, like my friends would be like, "Yo, we supposed to see this movie." I'm like, "I already saw it. It's not that good, dog." 
Like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I saw it on it's, Air Force One in a recliner. On, yeah. I saw it in the sky, dog. So, Literally, you know. yeah, every seat is a first-class seat. Like, um, and we would we sat with like there's different compartments of the of the plane. We mm-hmm. sat in the uh, compartment with Secret Service unless they kicked us out, and we would have to sit in the back of the plane with the press. They kept the press in the back of the plane just because yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, Clinton was he was a he was a funny guy, and he was um uh. He was getting ready to leave, man. So everything was just everything was he's, late. He's just like he's like I'm out of here. So uh, it's whatever. Everything was late. Everything was you know he's supposed to be here at noon. He get there at like four, and God we just damn. have to wait. You know, um, we have these trip books unless we were going overseas or something like that. I think I yeah. did. I think I did one overseas trip with him, and then. Maybe it was with Bush. Maybe it was with Bush. We went to Vietnam. Maybe it was with Bush. I'm not. Sure. I can't remember right now. But <clears throat> I still have a lot of the old books. I still have a lot of the old like uh, uh, trip uh, uh, placards or whatever. But because we had to go as you have to play the card that you wherever you are. So we had mm-hmm. these little trip pins that we were quote unquote White House staff. But if there's a different kind of event the credentials that we need might have to say white house press. So we'd ask like the, the press people, Hey, can we get a, one of your press badges so we can get into? So, yeah. I mean, we work with the press, but right. when, it, when it came down to it, we shot, we shot a lot more of like the secret stuff. A lot of the stuff that they couldn't get right. into. So, yeah. Damn. So if he's having like a meeting on the plane with some dignitary or diplomat, you guys are shooting that probably. Yeah. We'd have to ask, with uh, uh, that all changed. We knew we had to do it with Bush, with Clinton. When Bush got in office, we had to ask. Ah, uh, they were very like, "What are you doing in here?" Like we, yeah. Like, it was a it was a big big change. And my buddy still works there, and he talked about like when Obama got in office. I left when Obama got in office, right? Mm-hmm. Because the workload from so the workload from Clinton to Bush. It was like fivefold. So Damn. when Bush got in office, everybody was chill. And the big the big thing for me and President Bush was he would go to Texas. He, he when he went to Texas, I went home because Crawford is twenty minutes from Waco. Oh, that's cool. So I gotcha. went home. I went home so much with him. Everybody was talking about how much he went home. I was like. Yeah, this I fucking love this shit, right? Right, because like, yeah, everybody, everybody on the news is like, "How much brush can he clear on his property?" And you're like, "Let him clear all the fucking brush." Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an easy, it's a e, it was easy trips, man. He would go and he would go home, and uh, uh, he went home so much. My mom pulled me aside and said, "You, you really don't. It's okay." You, you really don't work at the White House, do you? Like, <laughs> oh no! She, yeah, she's like, "Do you need money? Are you okay?" Right. My sister, you know, everybody so in cool, my though. in my age, everybody that she saw was either working at Walmart or there's nobody like doing too much, or they have four or five kids or whatever. And she saw yeah. me coming home, 
every other weekend and was like, Tim, you don't have to lie. Like, it's <laughs> Are okay. you sleeping in your, you're sleeping in your car. Are you sleeping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you like, could you like have your mom just like, do you want to meet the president? No. <laughs> no. Okay. We couldn't, we couldn't even, we couldn't initiate conversation. Him. We couldn't talk to right. him. No, no. That um, doesn't help. That doesn't help your story. She's like, well, fine. I want to meet him. You're like, exactly. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend goes to a different school. All right. Exactly. Get, a picture. Get yeah. a picture. You know, like, uh, I yeah. can't. I, I can't. Yeah. So, um, damn, that's so funny. But damn. Obama got in office. Let me see. Bush was in office and it was light. So it was cool. Obama got in office, man, and he hit the ground running. Like, we mm. it, really. Everybody needed to be on camera, and we needed to, like, support everybody. Valerie Jarrett, hmm. um, Michelle Obama. I do a joke about it, but she's probably – she was the best one. The really? Best, she like, was the best one. Like oh, yeah. Like, very cool? Like, nice to you guys? Cool. Everything was lighthearted with her, you know. I, hmm. I feel like the, Obama was very um, – you know, he was, he was the president. He's tight. The, yeah. You can't yeah. be, you can't be lax – when you know you're probably the one of the the most uh, uh threatened presidents the first black president too so right um, yeah he Good side God. side-eyed everybody um probably not on purpose just you know yeah but um, i mean it just comes with the territory yeah um but i left a year <laughs> a year into him which people were like like dog you He's the first black president. I'm like, I want to. Yeah, <laughs> I want to have a. I weekend. had the same thought. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I want to have yeah. a. I want to have a weekend off, man. And when yeah. I left, you're like, he was working me like a slave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his whole team. I can't. I can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer George Bush over him. Yeah. I really, dog. I I, I shudder to say that, but fucking true. <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, Mitt Romney would have been tight. He <laughs> would have been come on. Lax. Dog, lax. My, my friend, okay, so my friend has been there the whole time. So he he was there all the way through Obama's eight years. And he worked, He's he was there during Trump's. Oh, uh, I was going to no. say, like, oh. was there a piece of you that's like the shit that you could have seen? I mean, talk about eating cheeseburgers. Dog, Jesus Christ. Like, he, I mean, we would talk for an hour. We've, we, we would talk for an hour almost almost every day biden got yeah. in office i haven't talked to him since january wow. 20th like he's yeah. been, they've been running like those so events that you get, see they get to choose like what they want and don't want what do you mean like uh like, like schedule wise like 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 hey i don't want any of this film they can just say that because that's why is it Bush. your work so light like I'm, a, I'm trying to understand so Trump, Trump so, didn't have like events, right? He like, didn't have events. He didn't have. Uh, yeah. He didn't have. Uh, uh, it was different than Bush, of course. I mean, but yeah, Trump just didn't do anything at the White House, and we would set yeah. up. So my job changed. So after I got out of the army, they hired me as a contractor. So I stayed at the White House, mm. and I would set up events. That's where my my buddy works. So. You're setting up events. If the president doesn't do anything, then you're not doing yeah. it. You're not doing shit, right? Um, yeah. We they also like cover the 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 press lobby. If there's no press briefing, 
they didn't do that shit for like the last year, essentially. Yeah. I mean, they just got whatever they could get out of. They eventually just got out of it. Yeah. I remember seeing Trump's schedule because it's public every day, like what the president's schedule is. Yeah. Towards the end, like especially after the election, like they didn't even fake it of like listing like 115, a meeting with blah, blah. It was empty. And it just said it said the president will take many meetings and make many important (laughs) calls. (laughs) It's like. <laughs> it's just insane, man. It was it was insane. So, um, yeah, just remember. And but Bush just he just pared us down. So when uh when uh, we had like this gigantic camera, you've seen them like the big TV cameras. We go mm-hmm. into an event. We had an audio guy with a boom pole or whatever. And mm-hmm. then and then Bush was like, "Do we need do we need two of you? Do we need two people here?" <sighs> Holy shit! Uh, wow. Did he say that out loud? Well, no. I mean, I'm just you know. Oh, um, yeah, they yeah, just yeah, said yeah. we don't we don't need two. Let's just one person. Yeah. And then yeah. Can we can yeah. we get rid of a- the, Can we get rid of the gigantic camera? And then we had to buy like smaller like uh, <laughs> video cameras or whatever. Not camcorders, yeah. but close. Right. Yeah. Like really close. Yeah. Yeah, and, Bush um, is like, are are iPhones a thing yet? Can we just yeah. shoot this on a fucking iPhone we, or something? Yeah, something about these cameras I don't like. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they pared us down a lot. Um, right. Less events, less, uh, uh, you know, weight on our shoulders and everything. So. So it had to be insane with nine eleven, right? I mean, that's like. So, I was I was in Florida with the president on nine eleven. September oh, 11th. Shit. Were you so, were you in were you in the classroom when he found out? So the trip was a, <laughs> oh it was a two day trip, God. right? It was a two day yeah. trip. Okay, it was it was kind of a kind of a weird thing. So mm-hmm. the September tenth, we were in another president would do this thing where he would he's he's on the campaign trail for someone local. He would go to one city and then. He would go like you spend the night there, mm-hmm. and then you wake up the next morning. You go to another city, right? So uh, the the tenth, actually, we flew out that night. So we went on the tenth to a school in Florida, and then um, they said this is kind of a light trip. We I don't know how we overheard that. We were on what's called the 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 trip breaks down like. There's a crew that goes out before the president to mm-hmm. like the to shoot the the main shot. And mm-hmm. then there's a, there's another crew that rides with him on Air Force 1, right? So it's called the press plane and of course the Air Force 1 plane or team or whatever. So on that trip I was on the press plane. Me and my buddy, we flew out early. We set up our camera and everything. He arrived. We did the shoot. He leaves. Somebody, we overhear, Air Force One is kind of light. So we say, maybe we can hop on Air Force One to get to our other city early. Just as a, Mm. you know, we sat with our team. They let us do it. So we sat with our team. It's so weird. Four of us were on Air Force One together. It's probably the only time that's ever happened, like, that our, our team was able to do that. Next right, day, September eleventh. 
Yeah, because you have two, two crews. Each. So, two so, crews so each, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and we said, because what happens is the, with the press plane, you have to wait with the press because after an event, they have to file. They have to send out their information to their people. They don't hold that stuff. They don't wait on it. They go, the president just now did a did a thing. So right. we said, we're, I don't want, we don't want to wait here with them and then go later tonight. Let's just go now on, the, on Air Force One. They let us do it. So mm. we hop on Air Force One. We took like a, a picture and everything. We get there early. We're staying at a resort in Sarasota, Florida. Wow. It's, it's red tide. And so every, it smells horrible. Red tide is like when the fish die or whatever. Oh. So it's awful. Like, like, like the water's literally red with blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's awful. So we're there. And That's definitely, it's not an omen or anything. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, normal. Um, we're there and we, you know, we spend the night at this resort. There's like brie cheese when we walk in, you know. Um, and then next morning we get up, we go to that school. And we, the plan, of course, the plan is we, we go and set up for the big event that's going to be on TV. And of course, 9 11. President's doing. No, okay. September, <laughs> no, September. <laughs> September. Yeah, that's the big event. We find out. Big event. <laughs> Literally, like, the president's walking around the school, and then you kind of hear, like, whispers of some plane hit some building. It, mm. And it builds and it builds. A Cessna hit hit the, and it's like telephone. I mean, every rumor was just worse and worse. Every time you heard something new, it was worse and worse. A airliner just hit the World Trade Center. Another airline plane just hit the other world. A plane crashed in Pennsylvania. There's a plane headed for the Pentagon right now. Also, there was a plane headed for the White House Mm-hmm. Yes. That, yeah. They had to evacuate our building. So while we're out there hearing all of this shit, back in D.C., they're evacuated. Like, they, they leave the building. Hmm. Um, the White House complex has the White House in it, and it also has this building called the EEOB. Mm-hmm. That's where we worked at the time. They moved our location to a different place after, um, not after September 11th, but when Obama got in office. But... Um, when I was there, that's where we worked inside that complex, right? Mm-hmm. So we we find out what's going on. The president, Andy Card, comes in, tells him, and he looks weird with the kids or whatever. And then um, they leave. Yeah. They don't come to our event. They just leave. Um, yeah. So, oh, he's got to go to the... Um, yeah. So he... Uh, uh, they leave they go to alabama or something i think Hmm. and then he does like a they're flying around they have to figure some stuff out meanwhile we're back in florida and they say all right everybody we're gonna pack up we're gonna get back to dc we try Mm -hmm. to leave but we i don't know if you remember that day no flights could go anywhere oh they grounded everything they grounded everything yeah yeah um so we try to go to the airport, of course. Of course, we're just a regular airplane. So they mm-hmm. say no. So hmm. we're stuck in Sarasota, Florida at a resort. Red we, Tide. Red Tide. We stayed there for three days. 
And then Damn. we finally, somebody got some buses somehow. And then they said, we're just going to drive back up to D.C. Whoa. And uh, we watched uh, Bootleg Swordfish. Remember uh, Swordfish? Swordf- with, uh- yes. <laughs> uh, do I remember it? You get to see Halle Berry's boobs. You get to see yeah. Halle Berry's tetas. And, um, yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, and we drove, you know, I don't, it was 3 p.m., 3 or 4 p.m. Uh, Friday evening. So, you know, it was packed, like traffic everywhere. We yeah. drive, we drive right by the Pentagon and we see that big ass hole right on the uh-huh. side of it. And, um, yeah, what a weird, like, yeah. uh, surreal bus ride. Cause you're going through a lot of America. Like, that's a long ass bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So that's where I was. So you, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy that you were there, essentially. Like, yeah. I mean, when he found out. Wow. Yeah. Right wow. in the next room. Damn. And, uh, God damn. <laughs> hmm. That is insane. Um. So and then if growing up in Waco, then were you around when the they had the whole like David Koresh compound <laughs> thing and all that stuff? You know, what's funny. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fake fake news, but yeah, I was. I was in the ninth grade. How far away were you from it? So Waco is the city, supposedly, in that part of Texas. And then uh, Mount Carmel is it's basically on the outside of Waco. Waco just okay. happens to be the closest city. So gotcha. if, right. if uh, uh, Waco is, um, let's say... Uh, Lorton, Mount Carmel is. I'm sorry. If Waco is DC, mm-hmm. Mount Carmel is. Um, I, I mean, I want to say like, uh, uh, the, the, what's it called? The Marine Corps Memorial in Virginia. I'm trying to think oh. of the relationship in Maryland. If so, if Baltimore is Waco, then Mount Carmel would be Timonium. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. Or you maybe, know what yeah, I mean? Maybe maybe like a little more, but yeah, it's like yeah, yeah like forty five minutes out or whatever. Yes, that's exactly where it is. It's forty five yeah. minutes out. So it's God. in between. It's in between two cities, and they said, Waco. Well, that's the we'll one. We'll like, make it the bigger one. We'll make yeah. it the yeah mm-hmm. bigger by. Yeah, it, it also it sounds like a candy place if they're like Mount yeah. Caramel was attacked. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's candy in the streets. Um, yeah. So did you guys know about them, though, like the uh, Branch Davidians or whatever they were? Like, was that talked about in Waco or was it just we didn't know we didn't know that they were there. We just knew Mm. because it was on a Sunday. That's Mm. the only thing we knew the next day. We I just remember the next day, my teacher being very emotional because, Hmm. um, oh, there were kids in there and. You get to you yeah. see the ATF agent go up to the window and then he gets shot and then he falls backwards or whatever. And we right. go, why is everybody going so crazy about this? I mean, we're in ninth grade. What do we? What do like, we care? What is this? Yeah, I mean, and, I was in tenth grade when nine eleven happened, and I remember at lunch they're like, "We're dismissing everybody early," and we were like, "Woo!" What yeah, day? same. <laughs> I was so pumped. I was like, "Damn, I get to go home. Yeah. This is awesome." We didn't understand there. Yeah, same thing. It was like a plane hit the building and New York or something. This is also a funny thing, like because on nine eleven, yeah, I was in eighth grade, and I was in this uh, 
this class called uh yeah that's so funny you were like with the president and i was in eighth grade in tech class yeah i was in 10th grade chemistry i'm like who cares are we going home what's going on well it's so weird yeah. to hear other people's uh uh like where you were at the at that moment yeah so that point when i was in my tech ed class only one plane had hit the building and this guy mr williams was like he was our teacher and he was like Hey, like, there's like a, a plane hit the uh, uh, a, the a building in New York City. It's a huge tragedy. Yeah. Blah blah. And we were like, it was just like an. He said it was an accident. Yeah. A, yes. He said yes. a pilot that's, accidentally flew into a building. Well, that's, that's yes. what you. That's just kind of what you have to assume because you have no frame of reference. You're not yes. like, yeah, they fly planes into buildings. It was like, oh my god, what and happened? You know, to that pilot? this is like you know before smartphone social media blah 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 so like yeah yeah as from that class ending and i walked to my next period uh my teacher has the news on and a second plane had hit the building oh yeah and she was like we're not gonna work we're just watching tv and yeah. uh i think like so then this is the hilarious part of this story. Well, not like just thinking about it now as like a 32 year old man. Like uh, it's already a, it's 9-11. It's already a laugh riot. So yeah, they, so, they yeah. declared that all schools are closing three hours early. Um, wow. And, which kind of looking back on it, kind of like overkill. But I, I guess I get it. Um, uh, so but there's a law that. You have to, f if you're in school, you have to feed all the kids. Yes. So, so that's why we, that's why we found out at lunch. They sent the cafeteria. Yep. And oh. it's just like, the country's under attack and someone's worried about getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> that's so well, funny to me. But <laughs> like, also we gotta get these oh, kids wow. fucking shitty food in them before they get sent home. Yeah. There had to be, there had about to be their health. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there had to be kids though that are like, if I don't get my fucking snack, this is gonna be the worst yeah. day of my life. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting that orange fucking creamsicle. I don't care what's happening. Send me to so fucking. It was, and then what ended up happening was like it was just complete chaos in our school because they were just sending everyone to the cafeteria. Then like parents all came to the school because they're just freaked like, out too. They're like, yeah, Give me my and kid. they're yeah. just wanting. But then like yeah. there's like this whole process of having to sign kids out. And my mom yeah. wanted to bring me and all my neighbors home mm, because you know we're all no. like like the fan, and they wouldn't let her. And she's like, all right, fuck it. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you can't yeah. Do that. And then I just remember going over to my friend's house, and we all just were hanging out. And like watching it was crazy and long, playing video, dude playing video games hmm? yeah <coughs> how long were you guys well, out of school after like no we went back the next day yeah uh, okay went back okay. went back the next day okay yeah, i remember like, yeah te teachers were crying and all kinds of stuff yeah it was oh dude wow. and you know what's so funny uh that night we're watching the news and it came out that day that osama bin laden and taliban taliban were part of it yeah and uh when they flashed that on the news, my friend's dad, um, look, he's like, hey, you guys better be careful. Like to me and my brother, he's like, because people are going to like be idiots. The yeah. next day I go to school. Literally the next day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I mean, he was like, I think like being funny doing because I went to like a 99 percent black school. So it wasn't oh, okay. like, oh. you know, so it was just like this funny kid. Like, But he was like, I didn't know him and he was kind of a bully. And he was mm. like an eighth grader when I was like a sixth 
No, I was an eighth grader. So we're both eighth graders, but he was just like way bigger than me. He's like, he like, like he's like comes over to me. He's like, right. I'm just walking up to school the next day, and he's um like. He's like, you, oh, you fit? Are you? Is you, Osama bin Laden your uncle? Are you family with him? And he just like pulled me by the collar, like joking around. And I'm just like, uh, no. <laughs> it's just it was how he was like, and he kept. He's like, are you a terrorist? And I was just like, no. But that's like literally the only racism I've ever experienced because of 9/11. Like that's why I just <laughs> never believe brown comics when they say they're. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I I I believe him because You're I've serious. done so. I, I believe I'm a little serious. I've done so much racism because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I, I was, I was say, on the other I'm on the other end of it. Yeah. yeah. I lived it but too. I, I also live in a very liberal part of the of the country, so that's you know Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just so funny. It's the only racism I experienced from nine eleven, it was from like a thirteen year old black kid. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty racist what, though. I mean Oh, every <laughs> but every group I'm not is being, yeah, yeah. Every, we all every group is yes, hundred uh, percent. Listen to black people talk about Asians. Like we're not nice, oh. you know. Dude, my <laughs> dad, my dad mocks how Asian people talk, and I'm like, Dog. Dad, you talk funny. <laughs> you can't. I'm like, That's Dad, there's a whole character based on The Simpsons on how you talk, motherfucker. Oh, my grandfather, my grandfather was. I mean, I know he was in the army or whatever, but yeah, he some about Asians, man. He just didn't. What? Where's she from? Any any girl that he saw that I was talking. Where's she from? Where you from, girl? He. <laughs> oh my god. She's she's from Colleen, Papa. She's from like a nearby. She's from she's yeah. from Temple. Like relax. Yeah. Like Temple, China. Where? Yeah, yeah. That, the Temple. Yeah. Like what you mean? Right. Well, dude, I mean, even it came it came out how racist immigrants are uh, in the 2020 election when people were like, mm. wait, this many Hispanics voted for Trump, Trump and more yeah. black people voted for Trump this time. And yeah. Hispanic people, a, a big reason they voted for Trump or like a lot of people uh, were saying is um, – they didn't like how the Democrats uh, looped them in as people of color because mm. they associate that with black people and they don't yeah. want to be associated with black people. Yeah. It's such, a, it's that such a weird hilarious? thing. Hilarious. Yeah. If you don't want to be a so part of that bizarre. group, if you don't want to be a part of that group, man, they, they try to make sure. And then they capitalize on it. Republicans yeah. capitalize on yeah. the, the, you're better than, you're way better than them. <laughs> yeah and then yeah. democrats are dumb too because they're like oh we're sorry hispanic people i mean we'll call you latinx people and they're like we don't like that either Dog. what are you talking yeah. about well, i mean why are you being so because it's it just looks disingenuous it looks it looks fake i'll do anything for you i'll do anything to like, yeah. nobody wants that either just you know be racist and you know we <laughs> it is it's funny it's, they're like at least we know what trump is he's consistent like he's He's a yeah. piece of shit, but we know it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a bit of um uh you you can you can at least I, at least I know where he stands. <laughs> I I know the Demo I know that not Democrats individually, but as a group, I know they're racist too. It's not yeah. overt, but it's harder to find why they're racist and that's unsettling. 
Hmm. You know, right? I've you feel the racism, but you go. It's not. Yeah. With them, I know. Yeah. Like with the with the Repo- I know they're racist. There's you know all lives yeah. matter and all that. I okay, I get that. Right. Yeah. That's racist. Yeah. Easy. You guys, you're trying some shit, but I don't know what it is, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, like the liberals aren't going to have like an NPR tote bag that also has a Confederate flag on it. You know? No, <laughs> like, to let you know where they stand. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I don't know what it, it is. It's um, I think what it okay. Like I think for the most part, people genuinely want to be good people. Mm-hmm. I think most people genuinely genuinely want to be good people, and Democrats like. <clears throat> I just think a lot of them don't know that what they do and what they say can come off that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I think it's mis um guided or like maybe like I remember I and I, I well, I'll say this like I don't think I don't know if this woman is a democrat or republican, but you know, she works in Baltimore City public schools and uh you know, she works in rough neighborhoods, rough schools. Like, so she's not like, I, in, I do not believe she's racist, right? Mm-hmm. but I think she would say things and do things that she would say things like, cause we worked in a very impoverished area, like a, like probably the, one of the worst neighborhoods in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And, um, she would say things like, oh, these, I don't understand like why these parents have like all these cell phones if they can't even like provide for their kids. And I'm like, well, it's just a part of society. Like, do you want them to be like that disconnected from society? You know, like it's like a, a play, like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing to say. It's, it comes off a certain way. Mm-hmm. It and, just comes uh, off as, it just comes off as unaware. Um, yeah. Yes. Maybe, maybe depending on the cell phone. Yeah. Maybe depend like if they well, have smartphones. Maybe the latest, all, <laughs> like the latest they, they iPhone. All, they yeah. all do. Maybe not the iPhone 12. Maybe maybe a flip phone. Maybe a, a lot, Sprint. No. Uh, maybe a, a lot Razor. Of them have, they all. A lot of them have like the most up to date, or if not very recent iPhone. Okay. Well, mm. I kind of see her point. At that, at, really, you know, latest iPhone, latest iPhone. Yeah, how much is the latest? Mm-hmm. Like that's twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. It's twelve hundred. Right? I know it's crazy because I was looking at a guitar the other day and I'm like, oh, this is a thousand dollars. That's crazy. And then I'm like, but I'm looking at it on a thirteen hundred dollar phone. phone on your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. my phone doesn't leave my side for like five years. You know. Yeah. And I can use it, it better than I can play guitar. <laughs> then it falls apart. But anyway, apart. <laughs> yes. mine is slowly. I just think uh, I I I understand like I understand like, but it's just like a weird. It just feels weird. There's a weird energy to like. It makes you that upset. That's what I'm. That you have to say something to somebody about it, and that's, to me, that's the feeling that we get. Like when we're around. Um, yeah. I used to do a joke about it, like racism is a feeling. It's it's like it's like uh, when women talk about creepy. Yes. And, and, and you ask them, like, oh, that guy's creepy. What's creepy about him? 
I don't yeah. know. It's just, he, I just feel creepy. And mm-hmm. racism, I yeah. feel, I can feel racism. Like I can, yes. I'm like, yeah, what's the, so your, your feeling is valid, I'm sure, for her. I mean, it, it's like, why angry? Like, why upset about a thing? Why not? Yeah. Why and, not just and then, inquiry? Like, inquire. And then, um, uh, well, and then there's also a certain type of person that wants to be like, and look, like I'm dumb and I'm not professional. I was an intern and like uh, at mm-hmm. this time, I was like a full time paid intern. Like that's part of the uh, program to be a school psychologist. So mm-hmm. I was working under another school psychologist. And um, so I would uh, in meetings, I, you know, I'm just like shooting the shit with the teachers. And I became friends with one of the teachers. She like comes to my shows to this day. And she's like just super cool. Her and her yeah. husband are super cool. And uh oh. I don't. I, I don't remember. Something happened. Like it, something came up with like talking about like, and, and I was like, oh, I don't want to say her name. I'm like, hey, blah blah blah. How old are you? And she's like, I don't want to say. And I'm like, how old are you? And I was like, why? Who cares? Like we all just set our ages. Like all of us at the table set our age, you right. know. And then she, I get it. Like I, I did fuck up. Like that's me being an idiot, because <laughs> uh, I'm at work. And she said later, she's like, you know, like I'm in a position like I'm a kind of considered a consultant because I like I, m- my job is to help teachers, you know, mm-hmm. like learn new ways to like blah, 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 blah. And so it's I don't want them to know that I'm younger than them because that could make me seem like less competent. And gotcha. I think it was really rude that's a of good, you. That's a good blah, point. Blah. It is. But then. No, the teachers don't like her because she's so uptight. Hilarious. The teachers oh. told me that. <laughs> she would send me screenshots of them shit-talking her. That's oh. hilarious. As I mean, her, I'm an her, intern, the teacher, it's just like, dude, no one gives a shit about you. This is what people need to realize. Like, we don't, most people don't care about your age or, like, whatever. They just want you to be cool, you know? Just be cool. You know, that being cool, I mean... That'll get you if you cause trouble so at work. Far. That'll yeah. get you so fucking far. Just being easy to be around. Yeah, is there? Yeah, I think you're gonna hire somebody too that's like semi qualified and cool versus somebody that's like uber qualified and an asshole. And, and, you're a, like, well, and I, yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, and, and you're weird, like, I, I, I don't want to spend. Yeah. Eight hours a day, 40 hours a week for the rest of my life with this person. Like, yeah, they're very smart, but they're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You know, like, uh, if you're cool, they're like, ah, we can educate. They, they can learn. They can get trained. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I learned it's, that after I got my, I had my clearance. After I got out of the army, I was, I was a little scared. Mm-hmm. And man, they were like, um, it took me a couple years to fig, to figure it out. But I was like, um. You know, I would just go to job interviews like, hey, what's going on? I would just hang out. And they were like, we'd like to offer you this position for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Oh, I have to be cool. That's it. I mean, yeah, they can teach you. Yeah. You're going to have to learn on the job anyway. Also, that's that's stand up. That's life. I think, yeah, stand up taught me that that's life, too. Like. 
stand up, mm. you have to be cool, but not too cool. You also have to like give a shit, but not give too much of a shit. Otherwise, the audience is like, this guy wants it too bad. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or, if, like, or if you don't care, they're like, why should I care if he doesn't care? But if you yeah. walk that line where you're like, where you're cool, they're like, yeah, this guy and is cool. And with stand up, it's the same as real life. Uh, yeah. Like headliners, they would rather have someone who's super cool and not as funny versus someone who's super funny but not cool. Yeah. And annoying, right? Because yeah. for headliners, they just want someone who's fun to hang out with. Because yeah. it's a job. That's the job, they too. They don't really care how you do. They want a cool coworker. Because yeah, also the headliner's, want... like, headliners are like, I'm going to do fine. I don't care about what you Yeah, doing. they don't want someone <laughs> yeah. to bomb. But they it right. doesn't matter if yeah. they kill or not. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to destroy as a... <laughs> it, it, you know how hard it is to, to, to destroy as an MC. I mean... Yeah. Or you even just have feature... To, as, or even feature. I mean, feature spy. You're supposed to kind of, you know, level yeah. it out, you know. But no, yeah. for sure. Up, but what what I'm saying is, like, the feature spot is definitely easier, the easiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, like, they don't really give a shit if you if kill. You, if you're cool. Yeah. Just yeah. do fine. Just do, do well. Fi- yes. Don't fuck it up. Essentially, yeah. don't exactly. fuck up the show. Don't yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah. Don't be getting people like. Uh, so upset that like they want to yeah. leave. Don't walk. If you you shouldn't be walking people. No, like, you shouldn't no. take pride Never. in walking people. Yeah, Never. you shouldn't be combative. You know, just up the middle. Be cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. fit the crowd. And, and that's life. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, Any, I, I think yeah. that's a good note to go out on. I think. Yeah. Don't don't, don't, don't fuck it up. Okay. Don't fuck, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Tim, Tim, you want to plug your uh, your show and your pod? Even though uh, we're technically on yours as well. Well, oh, I yeah. mean, you can listen to this on the uh, digression sessions or yeah. uh, or digression sessions or my podcast called Read the Room on Podbean. Check me out on uh, Instagram, the Tim D. Miller. Yes. Nice. Hell oh, yeah. Very funny it. comic, guys. Follow yeah. him. Thank Great you, guys. Great pod. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah thanks you for having me on like, the show last uh, night. That was so absolutely, cool. man. First started coming to DC, you were like one of the guys who I was like scared to talk to, and there's no reason what? for it. I was say, gonna say t- Tim was intimidating, huh? Uh, ah. to, to to me as well because I did that first <laughs> run. No, I mean no. Not, it's not, just because like any, you were one. You know, you're one of the dudes in the you're scene. You're one of the dudes. But, yeah, but I mean, am I? I always want to know. Karen I, I just got home, and she's probably just like, "God, these guys are so gay." Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're one of the dudes. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was so like, nervous. I was like, "You're cool. You probably don't think I'm cool." You know, yeah. what I, that's okay, what is, it is. Was I mean at any point, or was I? No, you know, never. Okay, no, okay. but you are just very opinionated. People tell me like, um, people tell me that, and I'm like, I haven't. First, I don't think I've done anything in comedy really. I feel like I'm. Yeah. I've just been doing comedy in DC for so long. People go, Tim Miller. But you do it well. Well, I mean, you do it well. Thank you. But yes, it's just I haven't quit. I don't think I've. (laughs) Yeah. I just haven't stopped. It's yeah. If you if you hang around long enough, you're one of the guys. Like you are you are like a DC elder statesman. But I think yeah, when I started, like I first started getting stuff, Ramin. 
uh, had me do a run of shows with Ben Kronberg. Remember that weekend? And you were featuring for him, oh, and yeah. I was emceeing. Yeah, and I yeah, was just, yeah. So I was just so nervous because I was like, I want to do well. Like, same thing we're talking about. Like, as a host, you're like, I got a crush, and everybody else yeah. is like, just don't forget people's just, names when yeah. you bring them up. Get, and our do names, get our names right. Say our name last. That's yes. really it. Oh, and you were, yeah. I mean, and I remember those weekends, man. That was a fun run. That was so fun. Ben what? was cool. It, it was such an interesting, like, the the crowds, too. I think we did Lorton, but Rockville, and maybe, like, one other one. But it was hey, cool. You, you know what? I'm so stupid. I was just like, what happened to those shows? I'm like, oh, yeah, COVID. But we did Arlington, oh, too, right? Yeah, when, uh, yeah. I think, I think that's what it was, yeah. Man. Yes, yeah, so we did the green room. That might have been the first one, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, that Thursday through. And it was so cool. But yeah, it was like, you were never a dick, but it was just like, man, Tim's so funny and so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> I bet he hates me. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's anybody. what it is. Just, yeah. Cause I, of course. Yeah. I, but the, it's just like, it's just such a weird comedy. So weird uh, in like, uh, in the sense that like, um, uh, like you're always never sure of like your standing or like who actually respects you. Every you know everyone's yeah. so like fragile, and yeah. that's just because there's so much shit talking, and it's such a like it's not competitive, but it is competitive. It's and unspoken. Strangely, you know what it is? It's the uh, you ever you ever do like a a secret race with somebody, like they don't know it, but. Mm -mm. If you win in your head, you're like, I fucking beat them. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, it's yeah, kinda, of course. It's kind of competitive in that way where they come and ask. Um, I noticed it when I got, I think when I first started working at the improv. Mm. And then, I mean, 14 years ago, when I first, when you first start emceeing at the improv, mm -hmm. I mean, back then it was, I, I'm like everything else, every, it was bigger back then. People would people would kind of go like, oh, you MC, hey, you you MC this weekend? You MC this yeah. weekend? Like other comics or whatever, like after. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I saw them later that, like after my weekend there, they'd be like, so how'd you do? Like uh, that kind of yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, you're doing, okay. Yeah. yeah no, I did, good. I did fine. I did good. Like, did uh, they, but you're like, how many laughs did you get? Like how many, like. And it's like, oh wow, this is deep for yeah. you. Yeah. What were your jokes per minute though? Yeah. I mean, you had the, you you had the weekend, like, but you get we, laughs yeah. every thirty seconds. Yeah. yeah, we're all such pieces of shit. Where like we will try to play off how like compliments don't affect us, you know. But like yeah. when someone comes up to you after a show and they say you were the funniest, it's that's what you want. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to hear from. The only reason I will go out and talk to people after shows because that's what I want to hear, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, if you I, need I, to. I, I hate people do. who don't admit it. I well, hate it. Here's the other, the flip of that is if you don't do that well and you kind of know it, you don't want to go out there. I'm yeah, in the green exactly. Yeah. Find me in the green room. If I do, but if I do well, it's, wow, how did I accidentally yeah. end up by the door everybody is walking yeah. out of? Exactly. What you, am I doing here? What the? Wow. Oh, you you saw me up on stage? Oh, yes. You, oh, thank you so much. Honestly, Dude, thank I you. Did yeah, I'm on Instagram. Day, I was in Pennsylvania the other day for a show. <laughs> it was supposed to snow. When I was leaving, it just started snowing in Baltimore. So I knew my drive home was... I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up, 
get off stage and drive to my car. I fucking did so well. I was like, you know what? I'm hanging out for the Hilarious. whole show. Hilarious. Yeah. I'm gonna hang for a minute, but yeah, if it didn't go and great, then like, I had to drive snow. through I got hell snow. to get home. Yeah. There's yeah. a so to bring it back to that uh, that like secret competition or whatever with comics. Mm. Yeah, and this is when I knew it was really deep. I don't know if you guys remember comedian uh, Jerry Seinfeld's yes. movie. Yeah. yeah, I just there's rewatched a, it like three weeks ago. Okay, there's a moment in that movie when he's talking about coming back to uh, yeah. Ray Romano. Ray Romano looks at him and goes, and it's and it's so funny. They kept the camera on him after he asked this. He goes, so how much material is gonna be new? And he they kept the camera on him, and he kind of goes like, like smiling, <laughs> like <laughs> he he does a smile, like like are you doing all new or is it gonna be like there's gotta be some old stuff in yeah. there. Like, right. that's when I knew. When I saw that, I was like, this shit never, it never dies. Never it ends. It never yeah. goes away. And they're both multi-millionaires. They're but they fucking still have like, billionaire-ish. Yeah. Like, and, they ha- yeah. and, they ha- <laughs> and they have the competition of just like, so you're, you're, you're just writing new material? So, so it's all, all new? new? All okay. new? Okay. You, you've been doing this one thing for 20 years, and you wrote all new material in three months? I don't believe it. <laughs> but and Ray Romano's he's also Believe asking it. that to make himself feel better cuz he's not cuz he's not writing so he's like you're not writing, right? Yeah. So I'm still good. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, never never goes away, man. So uh, damn. Yep, comedy's a hellscape. Now that's a good note to go out on. It's Let's never, do it. It's, it's never enough. It's a title. That's the title of this. <laughs> I, I want to say one last thing. I will say yeah. this: like yeah. I was just listening to uh, a lot of co- comedians during COVID. Like, will say things like, um, and let me preface this by: I sort of get it, and I think it's bad that they feel this way. That they're like. They're like, God, we're comedians. Like, we we like fall apart if we can't go up on stage and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you know what? You're not a fully evolved person if that's true. And like, yeah. goddamn, go live your life. Like, I yeah. hope that's one thing. Like, a lot of like local and like comics just take away. Like, you're allowed to take like you don't have to do this. Like, once you get into a certain place. Dude, go live your life. Don't just make this like your yeah. only fucking thing. You got to have hobbies, relationships outside of comedy yeah, and family. you got to go experience other shit. Like you yeah. can't just hang out in basement bars. Yeah. With other with other weirdos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dark yeah. rooms. Es- yeah, essentially hanging out with the same people that have the same mental illness you do. And you're yeah. like, we're all fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're all it's fun. like, God damn, dude. Yeah, step out of your world. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, go out on that. All right, yeah, let's yeah. it's 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 never enough. Uh Tim, thanks <laughs> for doing the show, man. Thank this, I you. feel like we we could have gone on for a while. we we got an hour and a half here. Who's yeah. crazy? Maybe we'll cut the first like thirty. <laughs> I just what, felt like that was such insider talk that like mm-hmm. I if you started from like Tim talking about like him growing up and stuff, that might be more interesting. I think it'll be fine. Well, I was going to put the right. whole thing up. I mean, but, I'm, I'm, put the whole I, thing I, up. I like yeah. it all. 
I like Very it all. Cool. And, and and also, Umar, you're asking me to edit, and I'm not going to. Uh, okay. you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> if you got, I mean, let me know. I mean, are we are we closed here? Are you still? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're we're stop. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Yeah. Uh. All right, that was Josh Kaderna and Umar Khan of the Digression Sessions podcast. Um, we did a little crossover event. We talked about a lot of different shite. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. I mean. And we talked for a while. We got about an hour and a half or so. So thank you all for listening.